Whoa, my phone. <laughs> I got the volume on. Very nice. Uh, all right. Atlanta Basketball Podcast, episode 148, Sunday, February 19th, 2023, the year uh, Illinois. Back-to-back losses. Uh, first time of the season, back-to-back losses uh, at Indiana, a loss. So, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah, it's a game that you probably think that they, you know, should have won. I think that they were definitely the better team. Um, looked like the better team most of the game. Uh, a couple freshman mistakes down the end, and uh, Illinois now NIT bound. So um, <laughs> I will say uh, three. They've lost three of four, but I think their offense has been the best. It's way been, better uh, in those three. Like in their one win over Rutgers, their offense is much better than the other three games. I think it's more of a reflection on Rutgers, uh, yeah. but. Yeah, it's kind of annoying though because you keep coming away from these losses being like should have won, should have won. Lost. Yeah, yep, yep. That, I think that hurts the most. Um, but you know, you, you bounce back. Uh, two days rest, one day rest against Minnesota coming up, and then you got to play Northwestern. So uh, yeah. Illinois got to got to get some wins under their belt. Uh, I'm especially with sure. Ohio State too coming up. So yeah, I'm pretty sure they could. I mean. They could lose out and still be in the tournament. I'm pretty confident in that. However, obviously, you don't want to do that. Right. Um, yeah. You got five games left in the regular season. You'd like to win two or three at least. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. I, it's just, you know, um, I'm not going to make the Shannon excuse either. Like I don't, I don't care that he wasn't playing. I don't. I think Illinois played a little bit probably better without him, just because that's usually how teams play without their best player. Yeah, yeah. Other guys step up and uh, make. I'm also, not happen. ready to say he's the best player either. I, I, he's he's the leading scorer. That's true. Is he the That's best true. player? I'm not so sure. Good player. The best best player might be our player of the game, uh, Matthew Meyer. Excellent transition play. by me. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, seven for seventeen, four of eleven from three, six of seven from the free throw line. Got fouled, went to the line again, missed his first one. I don't know what's going on with that, but is that uh, like three or four games in a row? It's at least three games call? in a row. Yeah, at yeah. least three games in a row. So uh, eight rebounds, which he, he has been attacking the boards a lot better lately. Um, one steal, five blocks by Matthew Meyer. This game, Illinois had nine total. Um, so kind of kind of made up for that three they had last game. Uh, two turnovers, 24 points. Uh, Meyer, Meyer had it going uh, down the stretch. I'm not really sure. They called a timeout. Uh, Underwood. I don't know why they didn't get that to Meyer. It seemed like it was a play for Epps. Uh, Epps ends up, I think, fumbling it, uh, and yeah. kind of just kind of. And then Ty Rogers was the next next time down. He kind of found that it just seems like you got to get the ball to Matthew Meyer there, right? Um, <clears throat> I was I was saying that last play they should have had Matthew Meyer step back three with five seconds left. Um, you know, the refs kind of made up for what I thought was not uh, a very good call against uh, Hood Shafino. Uh, I thought Ty Rogers played good defense there. But, uh, you know, they call the foul because Hood Shafino makes it look like he's out of control. And then Epps goes to the basket. And I don't – there wasn't a foul there, really. Maybe maybe a little body, but that one was clean. So it kind of seemed like a little makeup call for that. Of course, Epps couldn't make both, both free throws. Um, and then you get RJ trying to tie the game for three. So, um, I mean, but, God forbid our guy makes both free. I mean, their guy <laughs> makes both. Illinois missed four free throws in this game. Indiana missed five. 
TJJ was two for five from the line. They were missing free throws, and then Illinois can't come up with the two. It just seems like late-game situations. This team is is not Michigan-level in those situations because Michigan's been really bad at it. Uh, but yeah. this team has definitely had a couple games where the, the execution down the stretch has to be better. And it's hard to ask your freshman to have the ball in those spots. Yeah, and especially him going to the line, you know, at Assembly Hall on the road. Um, Geronimo's a punk for making fun of his free throw shot when he only played four minutes, but, you know, whatever. Uh, other guys, who else we got? Sorry, this this is kind of – off the cuff today, uh, I'm in Branson on vacation, so if I sound funny, I apologize. But uh, Coleman Hawkins, 29 minutes, three for three, uh, seven rebounds, three offensive, one assist, one steal, one block. He had three turnovers, um, and he had six points. So uh, his dunk was probably the most egregious technical I've ever seen in my life. Well, um, I don't know. If well, I don't. I think it was worse than our might, might, Yeah, might not even be the most egregious against Illinois, but um, at least this season. Uh, him and TJJ had a little back and forth on Twitter. Uh, TJJ said that it's stupid that they called it. Um, of course he would say that because he literally does that after every dunk he yeah. makes. So, um, But I thought, I thought Coleman was good. It, it kind of sucks that he had to go to the bench after that technical – um, Brad said something in the post game. I got to find stuff because, uh, don't have notes, of course. Um, but this Brad, is Minnesota's said, fault, by the way, they would have more days yeah. off and more days for us to prepare this exactly. podcast, if not for Minnesota's. I, I agree. We would have to be issues. doing road shows like this, but, uh, uh, Underwood said, uh, quote, hell of a play. And it's what these kids see on TV. What they see in video games, I know that's a weird one. Um, I don't know if it was directed at anybody, but impactful play in the game, no doubt, taking one of the best players in the league off the court. So I think that was kind of the biggest thing, is that it gave Coleman two fouls. Uh, he had to put Coleman on the bench. Illinois kind of, you know, they they let Indiana go on a 7-0 run. After that, that's kind of what happens in those situations. Um, but I thought they still played well with Coleman on the bench. Um, Coleman had some bad entry pa- passes. Illinois had three or four bad. Matthew Meyer had one that I remember. Coleman had one. Um, Got to stop giving Dane Danger the ball at the free throw line. Uh, just get get it to him in the paint. And Dane Danger with another three-second violation, which I, he, that's got to be three on him at least this year. You never, you never see it called. Dane well, you always know, gets it called on him. You know, Kelly, Kelly Pfeiffer and crew like to be front and center. That's right. That's um, right. Which, I mean, this, the, the officiating, it was bare. I mean, so bad. It's just like there's no flow to a basketball game. And I say this like at least once or twice a month, I say this about an Illinois game. And it's not like it's a one sided thing. I think obviously there was terrible calls on both ends, but like it's like the last, I wonder how many calls or how many foul calls you think there were in the final four minutes? Like 15? Ton, it was a huge yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. Just not not letting them play. However, and checks everywhere. Now, if we look back, okay, so there was. Let's think about these numbers because this is always in the back of my head with at Indiana. Okay, so thirty three fouls in this game between the two teams, mm-hmm. and thirty one free throws. That doesn't even come close to rivaling two years ago at Indiana in overtime when Illinois won when Io fouled out. Listen to these numbers, folks. So Illinois went seventy five seventy one overtime. There were fifty four. Foul calls. Wow. And 66 free throws in this game attempted. (laughs) 
So that's not even close to yesterday. However, it felt similar. And you know who was the lead official for that game two years ago? Kelly Pfeiffer. Our boy KP, Kelly Pfeiffer. Oh. Jesus. I mean, 66 <laughs> free throws uh, yeah. and 54 foul calls. You had Armand Franklin foul out in this game. You had Io foul out in this game. You had Georgie foul out in this game. You had, uh, let's see, who is it? Christian Lander, who was a five-star that's at uh, wherever he is now, uh, left Indiana. He's at the Western Kentucky. I mean, that's ridiculous numbers. And it wasn't as bad yesterday, but they seem to have think that they have a quota or something, and they just love to just call a shit ton late, and that's what they did <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, it's like they got to make up for it. Uh, Steve, what's going on? Steve says, uh, uh, tough loss and a great game. Crypto, Crypto's here. What's going on, Crypto? How you doing? Um, yeah, Dane Danger, 24 minutes, 5 of 8 from the field, 1 of 3 from the line, uh, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, 1 block, 3 turnovers. Um, Dane kind of got in some foul trouble. He got a foul two minutes into the game, and and Brandon Lieb comes in. Uh, I thought Lieb did all right on TJJ. Uh, Illinois definitely had a plan to to trap him, to double him, and I think that forces him, TJJ, into uh, turning the ball over a lot more. Uh, he had five turnovers this game, and he's a so, good he's a good passing big. If he wasn't good he at is. it, he might have had ten turnovers in this game. Yeah, and and but he just it seems like when that double comes, he kind of he gets a little flustered, um, and and he kind of throws a few away. He'll he'll dribble it off his foot a few times. So um, I, Dane was good again. They got to start giving Dane the ball in the post more rather than at the free throw line. Never going to learn back to back games doing it. Yeah, because when Dane is at the free throw line, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, Zach, what's going on? Great game. Just can't win missing so many lay- open layups. Yeah, that was a big thing too. RJ uh, missed one early. Then he missed back-to-back off rebounds. Uh, I, I feel bad, you know. Yeah. It, it, um, there's something ob- like mentally wrong there, I think. And we've yeah. been saying it for a while, but I think it was very evident yesterday. Also, yeah. that, that last three looked so good. I thought it was going to go It did in. look good, yeah. RJ, 14 minutes. He got to start uh, this game. It seemed like he played a lot longer than he should have starting out the game after missing those, you know, four layups or whatever it was. Um, 0 for 6, 0 for 2 from 3. The one he was wide open, and instead of just pulling the trigger in motion, he waited like three, four seconds, air ball. Um, he was perfect from the line, 2 for 2. Three rebounds, uh, all offensive, I, off his own missed layups, I assume. Uh, one assist, two fouls, two points. Um yeah, and, and that three, I mean, it, it looked like it was going in. Um, Underwood even said uh, that he said overtime as soon as he let it go. Um, he said that he's had a hard year and that he has all the confidence in the world for RJ. He said that I'm the biggest RJ Melendez believer ever. Yeah, we know, Brad. <laughs> yeah, know. when RJ transfers after this year, it's not going to be because Brad didn't believe in him. That's for that's sure. That's right. And I think Brad's right. making sure everybody knows that. Um, also, him getting a start here very questionable to me. Um, I don't think I, I I know that there's a lot being said about Ty Rogers' uh, strep throat strep rumor throat, or something, yeah. but he played 27 minutes and mm-hmm. and and Goody played 23. So either of those guys should be starting tomorrow because uh, I would have to assume Shannon wouldn't be back off of a concussion until when, like uh, the next game, which is Northwestern, which Northwestern, is what, maybe. Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday. I think. really Wednesday. I think they played. 
I think they play Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. I could uh, be Thursday, wrong. Thursday. It is Thursday. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Bergie says, I'm with Ethan. I can't read these. Uh, I feel bad for Melendez, too. Yeah, Ethan felt so bad for him that he just kept running him down I, on the Twitter. I account. slowed down on that. <laughs> I slow, and it wasn't that. It was I wasn't that bad with it, folks. No, you uh, weren't. I could have been much worse. I I did have a couple that I was ready to go, but I didn't. And I, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, I do think I do remember during the watch party the play where Shannon got hit in the head, and there was no call. So yeah, I guess that's said, probably yeah. where that would have happened. Uh, it was yeah. along the baseline. And, and, like, uh, talking about missed layups, uh, Sincere uh, was going out in transition. I, I wish he would have pulled it out, but he didn't. Um, he shoots a, a backwards layup. Ty Rogers shoots a backwards layup. I mean, they're not even reverse layups. They're just back to the basket, throwing it up there. Uh, those are those are kind of plays that you just you can't have. You, I, I guess if they go in, great, but they can't be happy about them. Um, uh, Epps was the other guy that started 35 minutes, three for 11 from the field, one of four from three. He was five of six from the line, of course, missed the crucial one down the stretch. Uh, one rebound, two assists, three steals, two turnovers, 12 points. Um, Epps has to, has to continue to go to the basket and not shoot threes, I think, at this point. Uh, he, he's struggling from three. Um, but, you know, I Underwood just chewed his ass uh, – after I think that might have been the one he he went he had a nice bucket and then they called timeout and I don't think that Epps was supposed to go to the basket on that play um, and he had his guy beat so I'm not I'm not mad about it uh, I think somebody reached in popped the ball out Illinois turns the ball over and Underwood just went off on him about that so apparently he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing in that point so. Um, Ty Rogers, 27 minutes, two of seven. Uh, he had five rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, one turnover, four points. Ty played the point a lot in this game. Um, he was bringing the ball up. He was kind of getting the offense set, which which is weird because Jay Neps is on the court when he was doing it. So, question of the of the century here is Ty Rogers the best ball handler on this team? Uh, I think he is. He's the most consistent. He's dribbling through defenders. It was pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, and he does that, and he and he has the body to kind of kind of get people on their backs and stuff. Um, so I, yeah, maybe I, I maybe think you could definitely make an argument for it. Maybe getting uh, Bert, a bit a bit too confident though on the offensive end, like seven. Seven shots, maybe a bit too much, but yeah. Um, and I at least, and I at least he's trying to make things happen. And I messaged you about that. Um, you know, he he throws up some wild shots. You think that they're on purpose? Uh, well, <laughs> to, get, one of to get rebounds on the offensive end uh, or on the uh, weak side. Uh, but he did it with Brandon Lee in the game. You can't Leib tell can me that the rebound. <laughs> he's a seven footer. <laughs> you can't tell me that. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Ty, uh, I was can somebody say, ask uh, Brad? Can somebody ask Brad if those are? All, I need to know. I wish I was purpose. in with yeah, yeah. I wish I was in with one of the beat writers. They all obviously, if they heard what I said about them, then they <laughs> certainly wouldn't ask. But you know, yeah, uh, Ty had a really good move against TJJ in scoring. Yep, a little so, bit of a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yep, pretty yep. sweet. 
Uh, Bergie says that ass chewing should be a stat for Underwood teams. <laughs> uh, Gary's here. What's up, Gary? Uh, you do reverse layups because of shot blocking big men. Unbelievable. I, they weren't really reverse layups, though. They were just kind of chuck it over your head layup. So, um, Goody, 23 minutes, three of five, one for three from three. Uh, one, two rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, seven points. Uh, Luke Goody, he, he looked goody. Yep. Uh, Nailed it. Uh, Stuck the landing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, I do think what well, that, 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 that second, that late three, like, come on, how does that not go? That thing was so in. Oh my yeah. God. And that would have been huge. Uh, if that would have fell, but would yeah, that have put that, him up five. Was it 67 65 at that moment? I, I think 65 63. So. It might have been tied. I, I don't, I can't remember exactly, but Brutal. um, it was definitely one that Illinois needed to follow. I think it hit every piece of the rim. Um, but he was good, you know. I people are complaining because he wasn't in at the end and it was RJ in. Um, but I think you you trust RJ's defense in that situation. Do you a little bit more? I um, that last Goody, that last Goody's play, a they much did, better defender. They did so well, and, and I didn't get back. I didn't. I wasn't able to go back and look at it. Um, but to have have them throw that lob to Geronimo or to Galloway, it's exactly what you want. A kind of a loose ball, um, beat a guy there, and I can't remember who was who was at the at the end of the play, but that guy has got to come up. Um, you, you give up the open layup. They gave up an open layup anyways. Right. So um, I wish that, you know, that, that would have worked out. Of course it didn't. Um, Lieb seven minutes, three rebounds. Thanks for coming out. Um, I thought Lieb was fine. Not mad. Sincere uh, only played five minutes, one of four from the field, uh, two rebounds, two points, uh, he got absolutely murdered on his drive to the hole. That there oh was my no God. call. Yeah, that was so, terrible. Um, In a game but, where they're calling everything, you don't call that. That's just... yeah, yeah. I I didn't understand that. Um, it's just a game where like it, you you kind of saw Illinois not putting teams away. They could have put Indiana away this game. Yep. Um, not making any threes in the second half kills you, uh, and, and just kind of I don't I don't know I don't know. What what all I think wrong? But, if they're in that spot with Shannon there, they probably do put the game away. But I also don't know if they're in that spot if Shannon's there. Um, because it's kind of like when Illinois got everybody on the floor, is is there anybody on the on the roster that anybody is scared of other than Meyer? Like they they doubled Meyer on the last play. Yeah, Epps has not been shooting well. RJ, if he's on the floor, he's pretty much a guaranteed miss, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I mean that's like that's the thing is like you you worry about Matthew Meyer. No, that's all you worry about. And if somebody else hits the three against you, you say, well, they, you know, they're not that good at it. So, yeah. um, Zach says I think the reason Ty ran the point most was to get Thompson out of the paint and to try to feed Dane. Which never worked because he was at the free throw line every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. So, um, but yeah, Illinois has to start feeding him in the paint. I Since I was looking this up before we got on, this Illinois team is in a in a very good position to be the worst uh, ranked three point shooting team in the Ken Palm era, which dates back to the two thousand one two thousand two season. 
Uh, this team is currently 312th in the country in three-point percentage. They've had a couple teams that were 310th and some teams in the 200s, but this one stands alone. Uh, they were actually <laughs> worst percentage in, in uh, 2019-20, but I'm going off of rank here. I think they'll probably be the third or fourth worst percentage team in the in the uh, for Illinois in the in the Ken Palm era because uh, they were 30.3 percent in uh, the COVID year where there was no tournament and uh, they're 31.2 this year, which they could still drop down. But it's just like you said, didn't really hit anything late, uh, needed to, and your best three point shooter is shooting 37 percent from three. So yeah, and, which is and, good, but and you know the. Yeah, Hood Shafino hit some tough jumpers against yep. you down the stretch. Um, Indiana kind of went on that, you know, it, that run where it seemed like they couldn't miss, which is what they did against Illinois the whole last game. So, um, TJ, TJ, TJJ had 26, 12 rebounds, five blocks. So, um, he got his like he usually does. Uh, I think the biggest thing we talked about this before we went on was Miller Cop um, going four or five from three. That hurt you. Um, Race Thompson got ten. Hutchfino got thirteen. Um, so he kind of he kind of limited the other guys. Miller Cop was my player to watch. He had he had to stop the threes. We didn't. So um, that happened. Uh, Gary said to say he has a problem with the T on Coleman. Yeah, everybody does. On um, it was sixty eight sixty seven before Luke Gooding's three. So. So also, uh, you look up and down after Meyer at thirty seven percent. You have Shannon at thirty two. I feel like we do this like 7168, Gary said. <laughs> we do this like every three episodes. Uh, but you know, Coleman 28%. He didn't even take one yesterday. Epps yeah. is now 29%. RJ 24%. Sincere 33%. And Goody two for five, which is 40%. So yeah, not not good. Um yeah. And they I, I mean they only took 20 this game, so it was better. And and I think Meyer took eleven of those. So uh, you know, it, it wasn't that 27, 28. Uh, Brad can't say they were horrendous because they shot their average, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Indiana shot the ball better than Illinois did. Um, Indiana out-rebounded Illinois. This is crazy because I thought Illinois played better the whole game. So, um, Illinois had, what, nine steals. Indiana had eight uh, turnovers. Indiana 14, Illinois 11. So, uh, pretty. I mean, it was pretty even. It, it just seemed like Illinois was was more dominant this game, and it, it, I think that's probably why Illinois Twitter overreacted is because uh, you, you start to wonder if Illinois can put games away, which they haven't been able to do. So, I think that's the product of relying on young players, and yeah, absolutely not having that all American talent. Um, or experienced Big Ten players, like the only like really experienced Big Ten players on this roster is probably Coleman Hawkins. He might be the only one. Yeah, because I don't know if I consider RJ and Luke Goody as like really experienced Big Ten players, given the fact they didn't play very much last year. I mean, you could say RJ just because of this season. I would think, yeah, but, but he sucks. He's so. been awful. Yeah, he's been <laughs> awful. <laughs> so. Yeah, I hope he has a good season for Florida Atlantic next year. I really do. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, I mean, they were up forty-eight thirty-nine with twelve minutes left in the second. Yeah, half, so yeah, kind of tough there to uh, 
not put that one away. Would have been a huge win for the quads. Yep. It's a Q1 loss instead. Um, the sky is not falling despite the, the uh, yeah. thoughts on Twitter, <laughs> which the fact that yeah. Twitter was down for the majority of this game is so annoying. Yeah. Um, I was very frustrated with that, obviously, if you watch the, the video from Twitter. Um, you know, eight and seven in the Big Ten. Uh, thank God the title talk is over. Jesus. I mean, zero percent <laughs> chance. Um, yeah. Yeah. I and think that's like, I mean, what you win, you win two of two of the next five. You sit at 10 and 10. If you, if you somehow win four of the next five, you might get a double buy in the Big Ten tournament. Um, so it, it, the thing is, like, Illinois has looked a lot better the last couple games. They haven't been, you know, they haven't won the last two, um, but they at least look better, at least offensively. They look better. I mean, as weird um, as it is to say, maybe beating Minnesota will give them a bit of a boost. I mean, right. the last time they beat Minnesota, they lost their next game, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, so they got to play what five over thirteen days, um, so don't expect a whole lot at Purdue. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll be a tough one. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, beat by forty. I don't think hey, it would be the worst. On top of that, at least they didn't lose eighty-five sixty-one like some guys predicted. That's all well, I gotta say. Close enough. It uh, been a bloodbath. <laughs> If Illinois would have won seventy-one sixty-eight, you would have been like right on the money, didn't you? Have seventy-two sixty-eight or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world if they played on Thursday at the Big Ten tournament. I don't really think it matters. Um, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't at. mind them playing on Thursday and losing and getting rest in the Big Ten tournament. Well, they lost on Friday last year and then almost lost to Chattanooga in round one. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I understand that. I'm just saying. Just yeah, well, but, yeah. On to Minnesota we go. Yep. Uh, she got anything else to say about? No. Uh, no no way R.J. leaves this year, next year. Oh. I don't think he does either, just because Underwood loves him so much. But I don't know. Coleman we'll factor. See. Like we'll see. Coleman. Coleman probably could have left. Oh, and and T.J.J. said he's not coming back, so don't ever have to see him again. Unless they play him in the Victor tournament, yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Illinois, home against Minnesota, a Minnesota team that hasn't won since they beat Ohio State January 12th. Uh, they are 1-13 in the Big Ten. Illinois, obviously, 8-7. and seven. Illinois, 17-9 and nine overall. Minnesota, 7-17 uh, and 17 overall. Uh, Minnesota has one of the worst offenses in the country. They are the worst free-throw shooting team in the country. One of the worst three-point shooting teams in the country. Uh, defensively, they're not that bad, I guess. They're not good at defending the three. They're 278th in that, so that's not good. Uh, this is Minnesota team that started out 4-1, and one, believe it or not, before they started to play real opponents. Um, yeah. They have a big resume win uh, a neutral court over Cal Baptist, who is, uh, you know, good metrics. So, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Garcia's back, so he scored 23 against Penn State yesterday. So, Yeah, well, it's not going to matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so projected lineup for them, I would say, uh, based on their lineup from yesterday, you got uh, Talon Cooper at the one, uh, transfer from Moorhead State. 
They also have uh, Jaden Hindley starting, a freshman who's uh, six foot seven, played the two or the three, um, had 10 points against Iowa. So he's been getting more minutes, playing 30 plus the last two games. Uh, and they have Joshua Ola Joseph playing the four. He is uh, another freshman, uh, double digits uh, in points, double figures, sorry, and three of the last four games. Um, not that it matters really. And then they have obviously Dawson Garcia and Jameson Battle. Battle only had nine against uh, against Penn State. Uh, for uh, all Payne had 18 off the bench against them with 10 boards, including six on the offensive glass and six assists. So he played pretty well. Six foot nine, play the four or the five with six assists. Pretty surprising there uh, against Penn State. Uh, but yeah, this team, uh, this Minnesota team, not not the best. Um in their first matchup with Illinois, it was January 16th. Illinois won 78-60 at Minnesota. Uh, Matthew Meyer had 19 points, 10 rebounds, and assists, two blocks, and a steal in that game. Three for six from three. Shannon struggled going two for 12 for the field, but at 11 points, mostly thanks to free throws. Danger had 11 and four. Sincere had seven and eight and three. So he he showed up. Coleman only had three points in that game. <clears throat> Epps had 10. Rogers had eight. Leave got 12 minutes, two for three from the field. Leave's breakout game, four points, two rebounds, an assist, and a block. Huge game. Uh, and then Battle only had eight in that game. Garcia had 17. Cooper had 16. So I think you just let Garcia get his and then. Yeah, you got to keep, you gotta keep Battle down. Um, Battle's kind of one of those guys when he gets going, um, it's hard to stop. So you can't let him, you know, do what Pickett did to you. Let him get going early, um, and you just gotta you gotta limit the other guys around Garcia. So it would be um, nice to see this team beat the brakes off of somebody, but I'm not gonna hold the breath on that one. Uh, <laughs> they, I would have to think they'll shoot so. they'll shoot better from three at home than they did uh, against Rutgers. Against Rutgers yeah. from three, they were five for twenty. Have to think it's better than that tomorrow, and they should be able to feast from two. Like get danger the ball inside. Get Epps to the rim, get Rogers to the rim. Do they do Shannon, that? Shannon, if he plays, which he won't, they won't do that. But you know, you could hope. I mean, Coleman, maybe he'll get inside, get to the rim. I mean, he didn't even take a three yesterday, so I don't yeah. know what what's up with that. This might be the game against Minnesota. The last game against Minnesota might be the least amount of threes Illinois shot. They only took sixteen that game. So, and Coleman uh, had taken a three in every game except for two this year. UCLA didn't take one, and yesterday didn't take one. Big stat there. Um, yeah, because, you know, he, he goes five for eight and then misses every three in the next two games. Pretty sweet. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, Ken Palm, pretty pretty big gap. Uh, Illinois 53rd in offensive efficiency. Uh, Minnesota's 292nd. Not good. Uh, defensively, Illinois is – 27th Minnesota 143rd um so Illinois not very balanced this year their offense is significantly worse than their defense I would say when it's 25 plus spots that's fairly significant because it hasn't been that way recently like last year there was only a one spot gap between the two it was only a one spot gap the year before that three spots the year before that and then you get into the team, the years where they weren't very good is where that comes into play because uh, it was 25 a few years ago. But, um, 
yeah, I don't I don't think that this is going to be a game that Illinois should they shouldn't sleepwalk through this game. I know they're no. not on very much rest, but yeah, they gotta gotta you gotta stay up. You gotta stay up and finish out the season um, and, and continue to build on what you've been building on. Uh, defense needs to get a little bit better. Offense is looking a lot better than it has all season. So uh, you, you just got to keep building and uh, taking positives from everything. Uh, beating Minnesota by twenty would be a great positive. And you only had two guys play 30 plus minutes yesterday, but there was a lot of guys that there was four guys that played 20 foul plus. Travel, right? Yeah. Uh, Coleman and Danger both play under 30, but they both had four fouls. Meyer only one foul, maybe the upset of the century there. One <laughs> That's foul. Crazy. Wow. That's crazy. And still only didn't, didn't play Coleman minutes, still played 36. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, you wow. know. Yeah. It's just like down the stretch possessions, they don't ever get the ball to Meyer. He's got to be thinking like, what are we doing here? I got 24 yeah. points. Yeah, there and was the, one. And... I saw a video of somebody, uh, Meyer, they were supposed to be running a play, and Meyer just kind of said, give me the ball and get out of the way. So. Good, he should. And also, if you look at Facebook comments, it's time for Myers to stop <laughs> shooting the ball. You know, yeah, I think that was actually the play where Meyer then passed it to Coleman, and Coleman, softest hands in basketball, uh, coughed it up. So, Well, if you look at the Facebook, uh, the Illini Facebook group, let's uh, – comment that i sent you here from our our good friend larry uh <laughs> tell Liar. myers tell myers <laughs> to stop shooting the ball every time he gets it he shoots it when he should be passing off yes he scores a lot but way too many shoots taken when he shouldn't be <laughs> also he dribbles the ball too much he is not a guard too many times he loses it two o's and turns it over exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point exclamation Exclamation point! Exclamation point! If that's not the most Facebook post I've ever heard in my life, and uh, to which I said uh, to you, I said, "Hey, Larry, go f yourself." <laughs> I didn't say it to Larry, but I said that. <laughs> uh, me. I mean, he had twenty-four points, eight rebounds, and five blocks, and yeah. only took <clears throat> seventeen shots, which is like what Shannon takes every game. So, like, what what are we doing? Like, yeah, I, it is so so stupid. Unless this guy is trolling, which he's not. He's just some worthless old f. You know, talking bleep about Myers. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, MJ says that he wants RJ to shoot 15 times against Minnesota. If they're winning, if they're winning by a lot, then sure. Why the hell not? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure Brad will will uh, get him his shots if Illinois up. You know, 15, 20. But also, Goody needs to be. I want to see five plus triple attempts from Goody. Yep. Who do you think's going to start? Who do you think's going to start if Shannon's not there? I think you. I think you have to give the start to Ty Rogers. I think it might be RJ. <laughs> it's just a weird feeling. I don't know. He's just. He's like. He's almost confident in RJ to the point where he's messing with everybody. We need like, RJ in March Madness. I. I mean, I agree, but. Um, well, he just gets teed up, much. and you know, whole big thing with him and uh, in March. Uh, let, me, let me look at his stats from the two games last year in the tournament. So he, didn't, he didn't, the hilarious thing about last year's team is that he didn't even play against Chattanooga and then played 20 minutes against Houston. Like that is, <laughs> I mean, he goes four for five, didn't even take a three in that game, had nine points and five rebounds. Just a great 
into last season into the disaster of this season. We should have known that when he had one point and shot 0 for 5 from 3 against Eastern Illinois to open the season that it was going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach says Underwood and Presser just now TSJ still in concussion protocol. Probably safe to say we don't see him against the Gophers. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's it's almost like a week, right? You have to be out with concussion well, protocol. Tuesday, I wonder when they actually knew that he had one. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, we probably won't see him until Northwestern. Um, but and it'll hey, be it's conditioning a, issue, know, and he won't even play. Tie to start. Why agrees? Tie to start. Make it happen, Brad. Two freshman starters. Let's go. Do we have uh, a freshman backcourt? Yeah, just like Purdue. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, we need to do predictions. No way. Yeah, we got more. We got more to say. No, I mean, do you have players to watch? I didn't. I didn't pick anybody, but uh, give me uh, Luke Goody and uh, Garcia. I'll take uh, Talon Cooper and Jay Epps. How about that? Guards, yeah. guard versus right. guard. See if Epps can maybe knock down a couple threes if he takes them. Hit yeah. one yesterday. Uh, he didn't. Even, he didn't take one against Minnesota last time. So uh, well, he wasn't really. He he wasn't really in the uh, he wasn't the version of himself that he is now in that game in terms he of tw- he played twenty five minutes yeah but like now he's willing to take more shots and try to make things happen That's I don't true. Think he was always That's doing true. that and sometimes it can screw you over so yeah it's not great it's not yep. his fault though uh, predictions uh, I think we're both going with a dub uh, I'm going to take Illinois eighty one Minnesota sixty eight. Uh, I think I think that this is going to be a little bit closer than we want it to be. Illinois will pull pull away late, um, so but still an Illinois victory. Yeah, I'm just going to flip. I'm going to have the same scores <laughs> I had for Illinois Indiana, but I'm going to flip it and say Illinois 85, Minnesota 61, and I think Garcia so, has 20 of those 61. So Illinois wins by three, is what you're saying? It could be. That could be the case. Yeah, <laughs> and it'll be an RJ buzzer beater. So yeah, I mean they should be able to use the uh, the advantage of being a better team than Minnesota in this game. Really, would be my analysis. I mean, you know, you're better, and uh, just right. uh, just do it. I mean, just Minnesota Minnesota hasn't had a close Big Ten game uh, since Indiana on January 25th when they had like six guys, and Indiana almost lost, which nobody talks about when it was a four-point game. And then they had a four-point game against Michigan. And then before that, they lost by 18 to Illinois. They lost by 22 to Purdue and scored 39 points. Lost by 20 to Northwestern. They lost by uh, 35 to Rutgers. And they lost by, uh, let's see, quick math, 35 to Maryland. So back-to-back 35-point losses. They lost by 12 to Iowa and by seven to Penn State, which seven, I guess, is close. But was it close? People are asking. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, one of those things. It was close late, though. It was a three-point game going into the final 10 minutes with uh, with Penn State. Uh, so they, Minnesota scored 35 points in the first half against Penn State yesterday. Penn State, of course, scored 45. So Pickett at 32, very nice. Shocker. Uh, and then remember in the first half of the first matchup between these two, Minnesota was only down three. It was 35-32. Illinois had a lot of early foul trouble in that game. 
And then uh-huh. Illinois uh, took it over, took care of business. I was scoring 43-28 in the second half. So hopefully you can do something similar or just kill them all the way around and stop messing around and get some wins, start putting some wins together. I think you win this game. I know it's Minnesota, but you start putting some uh, some wins together. Yeah, yeah. If they can beat Minnesota, you know, uh, beat Northwestern. You've got to be, be motivated against Northwestern. Yeah, you got to be motivated. Uh, Northwestern is going to be ranked. I would assume. And uh, they talk a lot of shit for game. a completely irrelevant program. Yeah. Yeah. We got, they definitely, I, I think Northwestern's probably the most important game down the stretch. Uh, I mean, no, no, Michigan. <sighs> Not losing cares. to Michigan. You can, you can afford a loss to Northwestern. You can't, you don't want to, I mean, you can afford a loss to anybody that they play except, for I mean, for confidence, Minnesota. for confidence, for confidence, most important game. Yeah, but beating Michigan all the time is, you know, it's a good time for everybody. That's true. That's true. To seal their fate of not getting in. They're going to get in. They're going to get in. Trust me. I'd like to seal their fate for not getting in. Thank you. They'll end up winning the Big Ten tournament. It's all rigged. (laughs) It's all rigged. All right. That'll do it for us. Uh, We'll be back uh, before the game on Thursday. Yep. Against Northwestern. Uh, and I, I don't know when we'll do the episode. Maybe we'll do it on Thursday. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. But uh, we'll be back for episode 149. Hopefully Illinois can actually get a win this time. Be ridiculous if they didn't. Uh, uh, definitely in IT bound they lose this game. Yeah, so. well, this is one you can't afford. And uh, all right, we'll see everybody next time. See you, Crypto. Thanks, guys.